detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for another action episode. Unfortunately, we couldn't talk Gibbo and um, Maddie into coming back. <laughs> Got many important things they to are, do. Look, they are busy. They're much busier men than us. <laughs> so Which say. is funny. You should be a busy man. <laughs> I've got um, nothing else in my I life, I am mate. not a busy man, I can tell you that. <laughs> but tonight's episode, we're going to cover a disaster film. We're going to do 1997's Dante's Peak. But let's get to what we've been watching. I'm going to go first. I actually got a couple of um, newer flicks out and some new stuff done. I went and saw Bat Boys for Life. As did I. And I loved it. Yep. In fact, I saw... Um, Crows One and a oven. half versions because in the oven. there was um, a massive hailstorm yeah. that occurred whilst I was watching it the first time and everything got stopped. Yeah. So I, had, I got to see it in full the second time. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I mean, I thought the trailer looked terrible. Yeah, so did I. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, why are we back? Yep. But they kind of nailed it. Yeah, they did. Tonally, they brought it. It felt like the first one. It felt like we were back in the first one. Both Smith and... and Lawrence, you know, the chemistry's there again. There's some funny stuff. I love the captain. Yeah. Especially that sequence where he's in the office with Will Smith and he just suddenly out of nowhere goes, fuck me. <laughs> he starts going, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> like, I love some of that. They throw a couple of curveballs in. Yep. And they work out really well. Mm. And uh, as a whole, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was, thought it was I a was real happy. winner. I was happy. Very happy. I saw 47 metres down uncaged. Some not bad visual stuff. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, it's terrible. No, it's, um, it's not. It's, not it's like terrible. Terrible. The the visual, Visually, it's got some nice moments. It was passable in stretches. But the, just the machinations of getting in there yeah. and the movements by one particular character. Yeah, yeah. It's just awful. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. And the performance given by, well, not actually, no, it's not her performance. The character she's given, Sylvester Stallone's Slice daughter. daughter, yeah, terrible. She's got absolutely One of the nothing worst to work with. I've seen in a while. Yep. So you can't, you can't say, oh, yeah, her performance was terrible because God, imagine reading that script. Yeah. What about the, what about the ending? It just never stopped. Yeah, it took like <laughs> five goes. <laughs> it was just. Stupidity. Yeah, it was pretty. It was the pretty highest lovely. level. The reason I the say first it wasn't one, terrible be, was because I did like a few of the shark. Yeah, a couple of the shark moments were okay. Right. The first one is the kind of B picture that works. The first one did took some stupidity as well, but did it much better. Yeah. This one just it was so silly. The yep. stuff they got up to. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Shout out to our uh, mate Luke on Instagram. He mentioned this is one we could possibly do as an episode. So yes, I'm not going well, to talk at length. Look, I've got it there locked and loaded, so um, it could come up very uh, shortly. Uh, other than to say, I really enjoyed it. Yep. It meanders a little. Tarantino he does like his, uh, you know, he can get a little self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. But it, when he's good, it pays he's good. off in spades for me, and it's very amusing at times. Good to hear. Uh, and the acting is top class. Top class. I saw Coco, the Ooh. Pixar film. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Coco I've seen a couple is... of the newer Pixar ones or ones that I'd kind of missed on the initial go-round. Yeah, yeah. 
and I found them to be pretty good. They're not the main, you know, the Toy Stories or yeah. anything like that. Uh, so I saw Coco and I saw Moana. Moana was probably a little less. Personally, I lower. think uh, my personal opinion. I think Coco is one of their absolute best. Yeah, it has some real Coco. good things in it. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Mm. And some really cool visual stuff. And if you don't shed a tear sort of down the stretch, yeah. you, you made a star in it. Yeah, I, I, I got a slightly emotional, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was, it was good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. season six. Eight, gold. Yeah. Still MVP of the entire show is um, Andre Brower. Oh, he's he's just awesome. I just love that deadpan. And then when he starts to fire up about something, when he's telling everyone else they get overly agitated about things and someone <laughs> says, what about you when they added another flute to the Philharmonic or something? He starts going, that money's the sound. <laughs> <laughs> and I also knocked off a few more episodes of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Again, greatly enjoyable, really short, does a really good job. Mm. With it, and he's a he's a eclectic cat, so he's different about the way it's done. And the last thing I watched was Killer Inside, the mind of Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Look, I had listened to a podcast about this previously, that was quite in depth as well. Mm. And I think some of what was in this may have come out of that. E.g., the the phone calls between him and his mother and his girlfriend and stuff while he's in jail that sort of shed a bit more light on things mm. look it was interesting and it was well made but in a way it tr- kind of never quite really touched on the one thing I think people are forgetting in all of this they keep saying that was it CTE Yeah. that may have done something and as one bloke said that's a massive cop out that's a huge cop out that, mm. that's not why he did it was it the fact that he was perhaps a closet gay man? There wasn't a lot of evidence of that. I think that people are forgetting that he made bad choices and he hung around with bad people. Mm. And this is what ends up happening. Yeah, true. And also... I guess if you're in that situation and then you add the CTE stuff as yeah, well, yeah. though, it's... It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a perfect storm. Yeah. And to add to all that, you're a professional sportsman who has been who has had his ass wiped and his indiscretions covered up for years. So you think you're above the law. Mm. And so I think people are forgetting that that... And they do touch on that. Yeah. Which was good. It's just kind of like they, they kind of bring some things up and they throw a little bit out there, but that's... It doesn't go into great detail about it. So I think what they're trying to say is exactly what you're saying. It's a little bit of a mix of yeah. everything. It's well made and worth a look. Right. Possibly a bit too long. Three episodes, probably not necessary, really. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Right. What do you got? Well, I got into a bit of Netflix true crime as well. Really? Um, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. I hear that's really cool. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Because the case was very um, strange anyway. The guy was... Uh, you know, he had had a couple of screws loose, but he was trying to put himself in the public eye in in particular ways and stuff like that. The best part about it is they spend a lot of time with these people that started a Facebook group of of trying to catch him. the guy from the initial videos of him yeah. killing cats and things. And the lengths that they got to were pretty freaking impressive. Yeah, they did get a tip, and they believe it was from him. He told him the name. 
because you know part of going into detail and all of this that part of his thing was he wanted he wanted to be famous basically um, I think I can think of better ways to be famous than yeah that. yeah and um yeah really the 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 strength of the series is is on them because yeah. it's an angle that you haven't really seen yeah. after they get the tip and they sort of find out who he is the lengths that they manage to the, the information that they manage to gain just from small details is fucking unbelievable yeah it, essentially it gets to the point where they they were tipping off police and if police had have been sort of more open to the communications perhaps it might not have even happened yeah like it, it was it was quite unbelievable the amount of amount of detail they got to but wow yeah, it's the same. It, it, as it gets further into the crime, they fall off a little bit because obviously things had happened then that the police, you know, gathered and started putting together as well. But yeah, it was it was pretty unbelievable the the, the things that happened around it. So it's it's interesting from that perspective. Same thing. It's it's um three episodes probably could have been a really strong. Two one, episodes or, or, or one, one sort of two, hour. two and a half hour sort of thing because I think they had, they had stretched it out out to about three hours and I think yeah it's it's worth a look if you like that stuff yeah finished up Nosferatu yeah yeah quite enjoyed it I think it's it was they made some big changes to the book which I'd mentioned previously towards the back end they actually bring a character in that I thought they just ditched. Because they kind of replace this character in a way, yeah. But then bring him around towards the end, which I wasn't expecting. Overall, I'm, I'd be happy to see a bit more. Uh, it'd be interesting to see where they went without. Was that on Amazon? Anything. Prime? It's on Amazon, yeah. Where they went without Joe Hill's work, because I'm as far as I'm aware, there's not going to be another book before they the would try season. to knock up a second season. So, yeah, I'm I'm in. They okay. they made a few moves with certain characters to keep them around that may not have happened otherwise if it was just, you know, if they knew it was just going to be a one-season deal or whatever. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Season two of Titans, Titans showed up. Yep. Knocked yep. it over? Like, I haven't finished it yet. I'm halfway through. Isai Morales as Deathstroke. Oh. Love his work. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I think this, this show is kind of right up... It, I've said it before, but it kind of goes between that real hardcore sort of daredevil tone and the cheesy kind of arrow and flash. Yeah. It's sort of in the middle, middle ground. somewhere. And I, for me, it works pretty well. I think they try to be fairly... They try to use the source material, try to be fairly fairly reverent of the source material, um, but also manage to do their own things in a couple of ways. Sure. They've managed to sneak Bruce Wayne in this season, which is... Yeah, uh, that's right. wasn't The casting wasn't what I was expecting, but... I'll run with it. I actually got into a little bit of uh, Indian horror too during the week. Oh yeah! I watched a film called Tumbad, which was also on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it was actually really good. It's sort of a folky tale. When it sort of got into it, I compared it a little bit to something like um, like an episode of Jim Henson Storytel- a Storyteller or something like that. It was quite uh, quite good. Was I, I, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, there, there was a bit of singing, but it wasn't from the characters. It was in the background. There was some very, you know, <laughs> very uh, heartily performed numbers in the okay. background there. But okay. um, yeah, I was I was really happy with it. Essentially, it's kind of a tale about greed and and that sort of thing. But um, quite good if you if you get around to it. Bad Boys. Yeah. I was also very happy with Bad Boys for Life. I also watched Bad Boys 2. Ooh. <laughs> Wasn't so happy to revisit. <laughs> Was it that bad? I had the memories of it just being 
terrible. I didn't dislike it as much this time around, but it still has still has a number of the hallmarks of sort of average Michael Bay stuff that we don't really want to see. It goes for too long. Hmm. I think I kind of mentioned it the first time around. It, the, the scale of it just explodes in comparison to the first one. Because they end up in Cuba or end up in Cuba yeah. at the end and... And they wrecked There's the place. There's bloody armies and bloody little strike forces that they put together. <laughs> yeah, they're a police. They're police officers. Exactly. Not, um, I know. Military. I know. Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Love I just, I've, I pretty much finished the season. Yeah, loved it. Just loved it. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why they ever cancelled it initially. Yeah. But I'm glad that they. I'm glad it was revived. And the last one I watched was the Terminator. Huh. Went back to some, yeah, went back to some old... It came about because my son and I had been playing a little bit of Broforce. If you haven't played Broforce, you've got to check it out. It's a, like a little... It's kind of like an 8-bit style um, sort of Contra game, but they use all these classic characters, unlicensed, of course. They just change the name. Like, they call it the Brominator and names like that instead. But it's essentially, yeah, the game is just chock full of characters like the Terminator, a couple of different iterations of Chuck Norris, <laughs> Arnie as, as uh, John Matrix yeah. is in there, Rambo's in there, Rambro is in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, so my son was seeing some of them, and so we thought we'd just delve into uh, some of the characters. So I had a look at the ones I could probably show him, and yeah, Terminator was the first gem. one. Gem. Yeah. Absolute gem. S- still great, still great. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones where if you want to think about the holes in how it all comes together, that's there, and there's plenty that you could delve into. Yeah. But if you just take it as a as a movie experience, it's, very it's just awesome. You know, even you know, if you're not thinking about that sort of stuff, it's just a it's just a great ride to to go on. Hmm. That was it for me. All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1997's Dante's Peak. day into night, air into fire, nothing in the world can compare to its power, the most awesome sight you will ever see may be your last. In the town of Dante's Peak, a volcano is turning nature into a nightmare. Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton. Oh my God. Dante's peak. The pressure is building. Dante's Peak from 1997, directed by Roger Donaldson, who directed Species and Cocktail. Produced by Gail Ann Hurd, who produced Aliens and Armageddon, and Joseph M. Singer, who produced Courage Under Fire. The screenplay is by Leslie Boehm, who wrote A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. Mm Mm-hmm. It stars Pierce Brosnan as Harry Dalton and Linda Hamilton as Rachel Wando. The budget was $116 million. Wow. Yowch. 
and the box office was 178 million worldwide. Just to give you a little bit of an understanding, this came out at a similar time as another volcano film, Volcano, starring Tommy Lee Jones. This did better business. Yeah. This came out first, actually. It was three months ahead. And just a little bit of trivia, Michael Douglas was originally set to play the lead. Hmm. Too busy producing um, Stone Cold. <laughs> Didn't have time. <laughs> All right. What are your thoughts, Jared, on Dante's Peak? It is a solid little bit of work. Well, a solid big bit of work on that budget. Yeah. It's a pretty good example of a movie that doesn't do a hell of a lot wrong, but it just lacks the classic moments. It lacks the classic lines. It lacks the scenes that everyone remembers. It's just pretty good yeah. all the way through. Yeah. doesn't really have these dips where you're just out, you're bored. Doesn't doesn't seem to have them. But, yeah, it's just it never quite reaches... Pardon the pun, never quite reaches Dante's Peaks. No, not quite. It's, um, it's a solid three for mine. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I think they do a pretty good job across the board. The film is better in the second half when the volcano goes off for me. When we get to the action, there's something about volcanoes that presents a lot of danger. It brings a lot of danger to the table. And in a disaster film, you need that. You need to be able to continue to up what's happening and because the volcano spewing lava and that whole ash that cloud that just wipes out the entire entire city and all that stuff it presents quite a dangerous environment and i like that i thought it was pretty well handled action scenes solid overall apart from a little bit of sag once the scientists get to town and there's a little bit of sag there but overall, it's a solid disaster film, and it gets three out of five for me. But you're right, it does lack a big-ticket moment or an emotional gut-wrenching thing. Mm. You know, like, for example, let's put something like Armageddon on the table. <laughs> well, let's put it on the table. <laughs> Armageddon is also, you know, a B, a B picture. They're, they're yeah. B films. Yeah. But Armageddon ramps up some of the action stuff so there's a couple of really cool action scenes and there's a couple of emotionally resonant moments mm-hmm. in Armageddon this, something like this doesn't have it which you know love it or hate it that's uh, kind of what you need. You're preaching the choir, mate. You're preaching the choir. Well, you know, to, it's gold. You don't have to try and kind of justify liking Armageddon to me. I, I'm, I'm there yeah. already. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why something like that stands above this. But this is still all right. Yeah. Starting off on, on, the, on the fly, Brosnan. I like Brosnan. He's a likeable, solid guy. Mm. Um, he's not quite at the top tier or anything. Yeah. But he'll do a job for you. And I think he does it all right here. Yeah. And I think the chemistry the between job. him and Linda Hamilton's okay. Does the job. You don't feel the I job. I don't like Pierce Brosnan. You don't like Brosnan? <laughs> not just in this movie. I just don't really no, you're like not him. a fan. <laughs> Unless he's putting on a fake Russian accent in <laughs> final score. I oh, loved it. Um, no, look. He, he, he's you know, all right. He's, 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 he's rock he's solid. Dependable. He's rock solid. He's dependable. But I just, I'm not a, I'm not a Brosnan well, the thing myself, but I can I can look at this and say, yeah, he does a job. He does a job. His his chemistry with Linda Hamilton's fine. I'm actually more in the Linda Hamilton 
side of things. She always gives you this earnest kind of believability yeah. about what she's doing. Yes. I so. totally agree. I've got a dislike, unfortunately, for her. It's not <laughs> It's not negative on her. Yep. It comes down to character. Right. You know I mean? Okay. Yeah, but look, those two are your B-grade people that you can get yeah. solid Believable, likable stuff, yeah. and that's Michael what you Norrie's get. not available. Norrie's not available. Michael Douglas goes, <laughs> the fuck? Well, who brought this to me? <laughs> well, you know, when you have to go to that next tier, they're both about as good as you can get for that. Because it's funny to think about this in the context of Michael Douglas. Let's say Michael Douglas, 97, mm. right? One of the biggest stars on the planet probably back then. The movie probably changes with him in the lead. Maybe for the better. I, I don't know. Maybe it's stronger. No, I don't like Douglas either. Yeah, but Douglas was Jimmy a, Norrie, a bigger star. Oh, Norrie <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Chris Sarand did it a pitch, you know. But you're I'd right. like a Bruce Campbell in this role. For- <laughs> Imagine that. You couldn't take it seriously. But, yeah, those two are okay. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Practical effects. Really good. That was the stuff that I really liked. Yeah, um, From what I read, they used a lot of models and miniatures, mm. and it looks really great. Yeah, there's a little bit of digital stuff, and you can usually pick it up. And there has to be with it things like be, the big cloud scale, coming through and everything. But, um, yeah, a lot of the town being wiped out and stuff is miniatures, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. So I really applaud that. Yeah. I mean, you got you had a massive budget, so you had plenty of money to throw around. Yeah. But... Uh, that's what that money will buy. More really add, the locations look great too. <laughs> locations. You know how I feel. Oh yeah, fantastic! I could, I was looking at the scenery ticket. I oh, was you were pretty just be... excited. <laughs> you were excited. Oh, the whole bar up. You yeah, see, yeah. you'll <laughs> see with me. Oh, you're right, and I do like the idea of like a small town. Yeah, rather than like a big city. Like the natural kind of landscape stuff looks great, but the town also looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like they give it this sort of idyllic yeah. vibe. That actually gives you this sense of, oh, yeah, there's something to lose here. It's yeah. not fucking... And this is kind of why I didn't particularly like Volcano, because Volcano is set in the middle of bloody New York City or uh, if I was watching Los Volcano, Angeles, sorry. I couldn't wait to see Tommy Lee Jones get gobbled up by that fucking lava. <laughs> hey, you're a bastard. bit of a tear. You don't like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm just a prick of a bloke, so I can't help it. And the visual effects are actually... Okay, like quite yeah, decent. Visual effects are really even good. even though it's older, they use it sparingly because you kind of needed it for the volcano mm. and it, when it's erupting, and for the most part they kind of shoot it in like I'm looking out the window of a car, yeah, you know, yeah. and looking at it, and it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so most of the visual stuff works really well. The, the opening stuff is super cliche, the death of his girlfriend, yeah, or whatever that was it was. Bad. But it just at least sets it quickly sets up the guy's traumatized. You know he's gonna he's 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 scarred and he's gonna have to step up at the at this moment, which is yeah. a classic staple of this shit. Yeah, you know you got to give your hero the I'm not sure I can do it angle. Yeah, or, yeah. Or yeah. I have something you know that weighs down on me. It hits all those sort of notes. Really. And the good thing is it takes like two minutes. It's in the credits. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that they kind of get straight into it and get it out of the way. Yep. The people getting baked in the hot spring? Yeah. Nice way to yeah, kick off the, uh, the the danger. Good coming. little opening. Good little yeah. opening. And it's not like right in your face. Yeah. It's like small, two people have been boiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
it's not anything to be, you know, like the town's not going to suddenly go, oh, shit, we better get out of well, town. It's always two people that were just burning up anyway, though. <laughs> 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 it's never, you know, it's never a, a, um, a, a plain-looking middle-aged couple that are just up there. So you're saying having a a soak. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, not a couple of fat old guys <laughs> sitting around getting their, getting their bloody sweat on. Is that what you're telling me? No, no, that's what I'm telling you. That's yeah, what I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, true. It always happens to be... A young couple who are amorous yeah. rather than an older couple or a, a couple of old fellas or something like that. Yep. See how you want to do it. But it was, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was uh, short and sharp again, but shot pretty well. Yeah, just, but showcases the actual danger of the, the, the hot, yeah, the lava as it begins to sort of get into the, started to come to the surface. I think in general the movie is paced pretty well with how, it, how the events yeah. are happening, how they're kind of discovering them. How it's all sort of how it all goes along. I was pretty happy with how they kind of. Yeah, I don't think it dragged. Like no. at no point was I sitting there really bored. Mm-hmm. As I said, I've got a problem with a little bit of sag, you know, between the thirty and forty-five minute mark, and I'll get to that. But I think the film livens up more when the volcano happens. Yep. As these movies tend to do, you know, you mm. keep it all back and then you just cut loose. Yeah. And it throws a lot. At the characters, it puts them in a lot of different situations, varies the situations well enough, and is fairly exciting throughout a lot of that. Yeah. I actually think one of the better scenes for me is actually when it first hits and the town and everyone starts coming out, and they kind of shoot it in this real chaotic kind of manner. Yeah. Cars bumping into each other trying to get out, everybody sort of racing and rushing to get so there's a lot of chaos happening. Yeah, and it was kind of a nifty little way to do it that everyone's together in the meeting because it kind of it was gonna take place in a town that's looks pretty well populated but still doesn't feel all that big. Yeah. So when they got all the people together then all of a sudden, like you said, there's people spewing out of that gym. Yeah, stepping all over each other. The cars start crashing into each other, and it, it certainly ramps up the chaos a little people bit. People start... Remember when um, Brosnan takes a ridey and goes into the lake? Yeah, And then yeah. people start following him? Yeah, you yeah. You know, it's classic what would probably happen in that sort of yeah, moment. absolutely. Is that you're looking for a way out, and you'll take... Make Fate some anyway. bad choices. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, look, I don't know how... Vehicles go when they're fully immersed, when their no, engine's fully immersed in no. water. But, but hey, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. Um, um, I actually also quite liked the boss, how he was played as started out kind of stubborn, but then it's it moved to he's acting out of other interests. Obviously, he didn't see the danger on the level that Brosnan saw it. Yeah. But you could see his angle was political and financial yeah. rather than... And he did say, you don't understand the political situation. Yeah, and I like that because it meant they could still share the same space. They were still working together. Yeah. And also, it's kind of paid off when... What was his name? It was Paul, wasn't it? When yeah. when the bridge is getting washed away and he's left on it, it was still a bit of a gut punch. Because like, you still bit. felt like he was... It wasn't a huge one, but I felt like it was more than if... He was just the stubborn kind of scumbag yeah. that was not listening. That would have been a bit of a frustrating thing to have. So I felt like I liked it that they, they were tried kind of, to shape it a little better yeah. than normally what you'd get yeah. in this stuff. And I appreciated that. Yeah. And felt that, although not having a huge impact when he got washed away, 
it did have more of a sort of punch than it probably would have. I mean, that's what you get when you hire the guy who wrote Nine Man Show Five. You get shape, <laughs> you get nuance, you get a little something you different. You get colour. You just add a little bit of colour to the scenes. <laughs> Child, I, there's a couple of really nice um, visual moments yeah. in the final, in in the the big sort of action sequence after action sequence. The one where the chopper dips out of the ashed air. Yeah. And then kind of goes bounces and then bounces and comes back up over them, and then plows into something and blows up. Really cool visual scene. And I also love just when they get to the old lady's cabin, and the lava is just spewing just out everywhere, the wall, yeah. and the trees are on fire, and it's just like it's so such a dangerous environment. Like you can't just turn and run. This stuff is everywhere. Yeah. Likening it to the the bushfire situation that's currently going on in Australia, think about, like, just the stuff they showed, the, some of the pictures there. It's just hell, mm. you know, and there's nowhere to go. I feel that as, when, you, when you come with a disaster film, you need to have some real danger on, on the go. Yeah. And this movie has quite a bit of it. Like, the volcano offers up a lot of dangerous situations that work well, and they, they play them for as everything they can. You know, the sequence where they drive across the lava mm. and, you know, the tyres are burning and all that stuff. Yeah. Ridiculous. A little bit ridiculous. But ridiculous. Exciting. But exciting and looks cool. And, you know, there's the whole thing of there's more lava tipping down the hill yeah. as they're trying to get across. Like, it, it just adds a nice little bit of extra stakes and it just yeah. sort of... Builds a little you can tension. buy some of these kind of, yeah. you know, this trouble at every turn kind of thing that they, they stumble into. You know, they, they, they get out of one problem and they stumble into another one, you know. Yeah. The grandmother sacrificing herself, so to speak. Yeah. It kind of works okay. It's a classic trope of this type of film. I liked it. But I've got a dislike to it. Too. I've got, well, I've got a dislike around that, the, the character there, but I did. I, I wasn't expecting it. Really? I didn't see it coming. And it's, you know, I should have, but they just sort of played it to, she was just in the background and then yeah, off she goes and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't mind that. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. That was another nice scene, the acidic lake. Yeah. That added some nice sort of tension to the whole thing. Yeah, that was good. Just don't sing to me, Pierce. You know, my bum hole's clenched <laughs> during that. I have not got the air yeah, to yeah. sing. yeah. <laughs> you're the you're the person at the other end of the boat going shut up, <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth over there. I'll push you. In. <laughs> um, bridge getting washed away and taking Paul. Solid was okay. It looked really good. It when looked they were great, on yeah, it and yeah. it was shaking around. That was one of those moments where you're like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> it felt like you you were just really amped up watching it happen. Like, they they managed to get a few of those little moments in there. Yeah, when the volcano finally kind of blows every blows everything out and th- tosses that cloud out mm. and it just rips the town to shit, is a pretty explosive little sequence. Yeah, and that was where a lot of seemingly the the, the miniatures, miniatures and stuff, stuff were in there. But Pierce Brosnan does say that you know it'll take a minute to get here. Mm. And yet they somehow outrun it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's moving with plenty of pepper, and you see him kind of just, just yeah, yeah, cruising yeah, yeah. Chuck her into fourth, mate. <laughs> Step on the gas, brother. We're not getting out of here unless you really put it to the floor. And my final like is more of a personal thing, and it's actually kind of tense. I've got a real problem with being sort of crushed. 
Yeah. And when he is in that car and the rocks are coming down and it, it – and a couple of times it just sort of comes out of nowhere where the roof just goes yeah. and I was just sitting there going oh, shit. <laughs> you know like I think of the Beaconsfield miners and things yeah, and I could yeah. not have handled that no no like I'd have gone troppo yeah I'd have yeah. been laying in my I'd own I'd have been Harry Warden I'd have been laying in my own filth for 10 minutes and I'd have been, I'd have been that this is it I can't handle this yeah so I've got a real problem I've got a real phobia with that I don't like that at all and so it really created a tense kind of moment hit home hit home yeah it was really um it was quite good right have you got any other yeah, likes yeah, there, got a few more actually yeah, right. got quite go, a few more go for it. i actually really liked the romance angle for once yeah i thought I it, felt, it felt kind of pretty real you yeah know, kind of had a the, realistic the two of them as you said they had a bit of chemistry and a little you know feel the little conversations they spend a, a little bit more time than you might expect in this sort of picture to, to kind of Put it together, yeah. mind you. If she's offering up a uh, an eggplant parmy, I'm saying ah, I'm I'm busy tonight. <laughs> making oh, a chicken parma. Sorry, what's busy. that? You're making a chicken parma. That's <laughs> no, an eggplant parma. Chicken parma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, eggplant. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, look, I need. I've got an early night. I need to turn in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought uh, again. That's where you get you get the value out of those out of those two. Two people in the leads. For some reason, Terry and his treatment of the robot made me laugh. Just kicking it and all just the time. Just kicking it. Oh, shit, you piece of shit, and kicking <laughs> it. And I thought, that reminds me of any minor inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said. <laughs> that's your stock and trade. Yeah, yeah, oh, just yeah. kick it. Toaster's not working. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> kicking things. That's, I think that's, that's the best way to approach it. Exactly. The line when... Again, this is probably part of the reason I like the romance stuff. The line, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I've never really cared for your coffee. <laughs> Fantastic line. Absolutely loved it. It is followed up by one of the worst, but um, that particular line, absolute absolute belter. Yep. Other than that, it was really only the kids going to get grandma. Because they'd set up that the little boy was... Kind of noted, known for you know his mum knows he's out in pissing the mine off, and he's yeah. pissing off. I thought, yeah, that makes sort of makes, makes sense. a little bit of sense, and it just adds that that added complication. Look, silly move. Asses are move. getting kicked yeah, when yeah, I catch yeah, up yeah. with him. I'm zero to a hundred when but I find it. I like the fact that it split them. Yeah, and they had yeah. to go after them because once again do, the stakes are raised. The they kids had to are do alive. Something like that because if it was just them going from the town's gone to shit getting out of it, then it would have dragged, Yeah, I felt. So just chucking a little bit of something in like that to, you know, oh, we've got to backtrack or do whatever we need to do, I felt that was all right. Yeah, handy. Other than that, it was just the sort of things you mentioned when the, when the shocks hit the town and stuff. I was quite impressed with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Dislikes. Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll ease up on him. He's, he was pretty good. Most of the characters are... Purely one-dimensional. Apart from Brosnan and Linda Hamilton, yep. not a lot of time is spent, no. unfortunately, which is what you expect yeah, for these would, type of films. Yeah, they just but you kind of just get your bog standards. They try to paint a few, you yeah. know, a few of your standard sort of. Standard you know, your disbelieving boss, your yep. your group of yep. nerdy scientists, your you know the, the, the mother-in-law refuses to come down. The town people that are more worried about the business, yeah, and yeah. Sort of, yeah. classic stuff. Yeah, but it's they're very one-dimensional. Yes, um, even and this is my dislike about Linda Hamilton. Yep, her character gets nothing to do. 
Yeah. She doesn't do anything. When, you know, and you've got this actress who you know has played the tougher roles. Yeah. A tough female roles. Not only that, but she's in a really sort of prominent position in the town. Like, she's demonstrated yeah, there she's to capable. be a very capable... Um, so, but, yeah, it's... But she's not driving the car, and so the entire action stuff usually takes place with them driving away from something. Yeah, yeah. So it's Brosnan doing Doesn't even get to hold the bloody propeller on the boat. Nothing. I did love yeah. that bit where he pulls the propeller up. <laughs> it's just... Just been belted off, and he's like, "Shit!" Um, Yeah, yeah, that was good. Early on, Pierce cranking out push-ups, not getting low. (laughs) It gives me hope that I still might be an action star one day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) he's not getting low into those push-ups. He's not not getting a lot of. He's doing a lot of head work. He looked like me on about day four of the push-up challenge. No, he didn't look like me because I was on the ground. I was laying flat. <laughs> yeah, I was laying the curled up ball saying, um, help me Jeebus at yeah. that point. <laughs> but yeah, Pierce, get lower into it. Like, <laughs> and put your ass down because you're kind of, it's kind of in a V. <laughs> and, you know, don't hump it. <laughs> so if I've got some, if I'm giving you some tips, Pierce, about this, don't hump the air. Yeah, flatten the back a little bit. Flatten the back. <laughs> Get a bit lower. Get a high and then come down into and it. And then you'll be able to crank out a solid 10 to 15 like I can, mate, and then just collapse into a heap after that. Yeah, yeah. Look, if I get to 20, I'm doing there, pretty well. He was sitting there too. He was kind of going, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Breathing's all over the shop too. Like, breathe in, then blow out, mate. Well, <laughs> if I have seen that, I would have just said, uh, let's just have him sitting on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> let's just have him no. flicking through channels. Should or we have him doing sit-ups? <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm going. Like, are you, let's get him in the sit-up uh, routine. Like yeah. crunches, even he doesn't have to come all the way yeah, up. Yeah, he looked like he was doing a bit of. It looked like he was doing some tenacious D work, as you said. It looked like he was doing cock push-ups or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pierce, look, mate. If you have to spend ten minutes with a a push-up coach, then you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you gotta you give it some, yeah, you know, give it some reality, mate. Yeah, and yeah. there was no need for the push-ups. He no. was a science guy, like there was no need. Of, yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't. He was no physical guy. No, like, he that, wasn't your Rambo kind of hero. Like we didn't need to see him cranking out, <laughs> cranking out the push-ups in the morning. Yeah, we didn't do it. Need to see him stick fighting in, in, in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. One of the many jobs that Ramsar's had. After my partner was killed, I started climbing up volcanoes <laughs> and breaking the rocks instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of. I didn't have that written down, but the look on my face when I saw it <laughs> was look, you know, you need to talk to a personal trainer. <laughs> Yeah, there's apps you can get now, mate. Get on YouTube, mate. There are videos. <laughs> you know, it oh, seems man. a little bit weird that you put a small town at the base of a volcano that's dormant. Yeah. As Pierce yeah. says, it's dormant. It's not dead. Correct. And regardless of the, the you know, the um, money that you're putting into the town... One day it's gonna go up. <laughs> yeah, look, look, open a book. Open it's it like today. Open an Encyclopedia Britannica and flick to P, Bombay. 
And remember what happened there? <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Town planning is kind of... <laughs> we don't need to consider so, this. You know, so, It's yeah, going to happen yeah. one day, right? Yeah, yeah it's going to happen. So don't put it there. Yeah. This is one of my big dislikes, and you might not be happy about this, but I'm just not a fan of the trope of the naysaying boss or the naysaying town manager. Or I no, don't no. like it because even in Jaws... Which is one of the great films and of our time. It kind of kicked it off in It kind of brought it up, yeah. And that, Jaws has a couple of great lines, you know, the heat yeah, yeah. the whole thing about, you know, you yell barracuda, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. But it's still a shit move. Well, well, this is why I liked it in this particular instance is because they didn't just play it as that. Yeah, they but... They played it as... Still... He's, he, he explains. He's coming from... He's done it before. Yeah. He did it to a town... You know, this is the thing. And then he talks about the political influence. And, well, I mean, there was parts of it where I'm thinking, well, is he getting kickbacks or something here? Yeah. You know, but I did not. The thing that I liked about it was that it only went so far. Yeah. He didn't just say, pack your shit and get out of here or something <laughs> like that. And Brosnan had to go rogue. It uh, was, yeah. They were still working together, but he was kind of like, you're. Look, I'll give them some credit for that. They at least tried to, as I said, we sh- they shaped it. Yeah. A little. But I'm telling you now, if I'm living in Dante's Peak at the foot of Hellmouth Volcano, yeah. and a volcanologist rocks up and says, look, something's look- not looking good, I'm grabbing the go uh, bag and getting out of town. Uh, answer me this. Other volcanologists... <laughs> are saying there's nothing. The, the senior volcanologist is saying, yeah, he wandered up there, but now we've brought all the equipment and done all the measurements and stuff, and there's nothing that we can go on here. Yeah, like, but what I liked about it was he didn't want to just get everyone out of town, Brosnan. He just wanted to bring everyone together and give them the understanding there's a possibility that this might go yeah, off. See, so what you're right? saying is why I liked it. He didn't. He wasn't. He didn't run down the streets going pack your shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said just, he wanted to put For some reason, I just don't and the like boss this said, stuff. No, because it's, even though you're only taking this small step and you're acting in what you feel is the best interests, you're not. Because of this, this political reason, blah blah blah. I'm not saying this is textbook, but I was kind of, I felt like they put more into it than you would normally get out of these characters. And the fact that they continue to work together, Paul ends up in the shit and essentially says, "Yeah, you were right," <laughs> but yeah. again, they don't make him. They don't. The reason, I guess, I didn't have so much of a problem with him in that role is. The whole team and 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 him essentially see the same things that say there really isn't a problem. Mm. And they all do that. Really, when you look at it, Brosnan doesn't have anything to go on other than... Brosnan has his there, I saw a couple of, you know, I saw gut. some things. I think that I just don't... I find that shit cheap. Well, that they don't need to I do find it. that sort of stuff cheap. This... I mean, essentially, they hit every cliche. So if they're going to do that, I'm like, well, at least there was a, a couple of layers that I wouldn't normally get. I'll give it credit for layering. Yeah. But I just don't like it. Like, yeah. wh- why can't they do these without that? Well, because... It's not know, a necessity for that. Well, because... Well, there is. There no, is but there necessity. isn't, because it's well, still could have been... You have to attention from somewhere. That, yeah, but you, you still could have been... That you can't slot around town for an hour and go... 
But it could have been something's going on, but there's nothing. But it could have been the Bros and said, "Look, I'm a little concerned." Who's going to be? Well, the guy who was putting in the money. Or one of those. They had that, and that just got shafted. But that's going to be no different. Yeah, I know, but... I mean, I, they would be even worse because they don't have... They're more villainous, I guess. Well, they're more villainous, but they don't have the... At least with Paul, it was like, I gave you a week. Yes. We did the we did the True. materials here. Like, True. I felt like that was stronger than if you had have had this guy at Moneybags with a bloody swan around town with a monocle and saying, ah, this is bullshit. Like... I mean, it's hard to do that after Jaws. I way. actually think this movie could have done without the other scientists. And the reason why I say that is because that was the bit that slowed me down. That was the sluggish. When they were up on the volcano and they had the robot and all that shit, mm. I felt that was where it sagged. I thought that needed to be more important. It felt like that should have been more important. When he says, you're the guy that's got to say what we saw up there, yep. and the other guy doesn't, that should have been huge, but it just kind of came got shafted. I just felt that that was the slag- sluggish bit. Yeah, when they, bit, they turned up bit. and then, you know Brosnan and Co are up on the mount uh, on the volcano and they're mucking around. There's a lot of science talk and we we don't see Linda Hamilton for about fifteen minutes. I just felt oh, that was yeah. your probably one pacing problem. I didn't hate it. It felt. I like, didn't hate it. it like it's not like, like I sat there going, "Oh my god, like, get this get this over with." It felt like kind of. I don't know. It felt like sort of necessary steps. It felt like yes, we need to have it. We need to have it. Doing something. We need to have it, and we also needed that for Brosnan to say the whole. It was shifting up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing was, you know, it was magmatic, not so. Probably could have quickened it a little. Maybe not had him in the hotel. Yeah, because I don't know. Because the little crew of people, apart from Paul, were kind of faceless. Yeah, they were. They were kind of like faceless goons. Yeah, they were just sort of not there. Yep, except for Terry. Love the, way, love the way he kicked his robot. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I'm. I'm not a big fan of that shit. And I agree. Yeah, I now like that it. you've I talked like it through, either, but I just felt like now it that you've talked it through, it's better, better than, than it's normal. probably been in a lot of others. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at something like Daylight. Yeah. That tries to do something similar. Yeah, yeah. And kind of botched it. I mean, I feel bit. if you give Paul a couple of real cracking lines, or yes, you know, the dialogue's a bit sharper. I'm looking at that going, yeah, well, that was that was pretty good. Because Paul's problem. Is similar to the older lady that they make gestures, you know, big gestures. Yeah. But no one gives a shit because you yeah, don't yeah. know them. Yeah. Like they're 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 really one dimensional, both of them. Paul's got a little bit more, but he doesn't get a lot of time. We spend a lot more time with Brosnan and Co. Yeah, yeah. And they make these gestures like everyone else can leave, I'm staying, and I'm like. You should go too, mate. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, I, this is not a gesture that's required. Yep. Just get in the car. And the old lady's Speaking even grandma, worse because she really does nothing. Well, she's a real, she was a bit of a dislike. And this is why I was shocked, in a way, that she got in the boat. Because prior to that, she was fucking useless. She, yeah. she was just... Like, when we when we first meet her... She seemed to be shitting fucking, all over Linda yeah. Hamilton for no reason. Shitting all over Hamilton. Real charmer when she meets Bro, um, <coughs> Brosnan. Like, she goes... She introduces a volcanologist or whatever, and she goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so, this mob did this study, whatever. Nothing going on then, nothing going on now. I'm thinking, uh, okay, could you produce your research on this? And then two minutes later, we're in the bloody, we're in the the wilderness, and the kids find the squirrels, and she goes, ah, some sort of squirrel epidemic. They've been dropping all over the mountain. I'm sitting there going, 
Okay, but you're saying everything's fine. Nothing going on, but you've noticed that there's a squirrel epidemic. Have you? <laughs> like, yeah, she was just a, she was a pain in the ass. And look, and yeah. it's again, it's it's a character that's just it's just a, a, a trope, basically. This yes, and it, hers, I felt was yeah, probably a really 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 poor example. Eventually, the heart of heart of ice melts away, and she she has that kind of line with Linda Hamilton about how her son made a mistake and all this sort of shit. But it's like, ah, you're too late. Too late. <laughs> too late, you bitch. Thanks for burning, <laughs> burning your legs, but we're leaving you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Linda Hamilton goes, look, I would carry you, but no. No. I'm leaving you here. I would carry you. Um, One thing no, I was going to say, coming back to Paul, two people were boiled in that yeah. hot spring. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you were to if you were to actually do an autopsy and check the temperature of that water, you'd realise there was something wrong. Yeah, but he says there's a number of explanations for that. Is there? <laughs> is there? What? Somebody is, is boiled to death. Yeah. It means the water must number be of, so hot. Number of explanations for that, Adam. Just, just you know. Just, <laughs> yeah, what are they? Uh, I'd like to hear one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that cheapens it again. Yeah. Because it says after giving him layers, yeah. they then conveniently sweep aside a major point yeah. that would have been two people are now dead and they were in a hot spring. That means that hot spring is so hot yeah. that they would they died of being basically boiled. That's can only be oh yeah, that's right. With is this place next to a a possibly explosive volcano? Right. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Time to get everyone out. Yeah, yeah. So I they kind of cheat. Yeah, they do. They do. They cheat to give, they give Paul the, the high ground. They don't give him any yeah, any reason to explain that. In the fact, they both brought it out to be a like, he's, he's crazy Ralph to start with. He's just <laughs> fucking rambling and talking nonsense. Um, yeah, I did. see, this is the thing. Paul, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a great character. No. He's one of these things in the movie that's just like everything else. It gets it pretty right, yeah, but not quite all the way there. Yeah, so and I think what it you takes said liberties there, to say, well, we'll forget about the two people who died in here. Yeah, because if anybody did any sort of work on that, you're saying something's wrong. Yeah, and we need to get out of here. And, oh, and the whole town would have been packed up. Those two were just rubbing up on each other. So, you know, <laughs> so much friction with the water starting to boil. There are a number of explanations. I they were getting too friction. <laughs> um, yeah, wouldn't have happened to a, you know, wouldn't have happened to a couple of blokes that were just up there looking for a looking for a quick spa. <laughs> You've got to be careful if you if that's what you're doing. You know how these things can turn out. <laughs> Due to the fact that they're trying to capture, like, the seismic movement of everything once it all goes off, some of the camera work's pretty shaky at times because mm. they're kind of trying to showcase, like, an earthquake, the earthquake type of situation. It's sometimes difficult to see what's actually happening. Only a little bit in the opening sequence where everyone, the chaos is happening, yep. which I understand why you're taking that approach, but there are a couple of times where you can't even tell who's who. Yeah, in the in the whole bit, so that was a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. And my last dislike was, I think I already mentioned it. Pierce, shut the fuck up and don't sing Ray Ray Ray. We are we are under threat. Yeah, yeah. Sphincters are puckered and tightened. Nobody speaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just we're getting across here. No, like, like choice of song, Pierce. 
We can't. We can't fucking put our hands in the water. We can't put anything in the water. We can't <laughs> row the fucking boat. Well, that's seems, the point. It seems Pierce can. We yeah, well, he's jacking around. around. It must have been a driver boat or something. <laughs> Yeah, he just wrapped it up and off she went. That's crap. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed to make short work of the steel propeller. Yeah, it would have shoot his arm off in seconds. (laughs) But that's all right. He's a scientist. He knows what he's doing. Um, I I couldn't help but laugh that uh, Graham was known for hanging around at the mine and Linda Hamilton's character knows this. So well that she'll just roll up and you call out Graham and here he comes. You're the fucking mayor of the town. Get a new door on the joint, would you? Like he's just put a lock he on. He just it. climbs up. He just climbs under under the door. So yeah, I think we need to get a new door on there. That's the town town meeting agenda number one. New door for the mine. Bing done. And the last one was the line after what I felt was one of the great lines was when he says I, I never cared for your coffee <laughs> was she goes oh, I haven't been with anyone in a while and he goes oh, they say it's like riding a bicycle once you've learned you never forget and I was just like oh god <laughs> come on you two <laughs> but did take that, it somewhere else did that seal the deal or something. did that seal the deal for him it was going to but then the kid woke up <laughs> I, personally, I think it's not in reality. Oh, yeah. oh, is that the time? Pleasant <laughs> yeah. um, uh, evening. See yourself out. Plant Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> is that the time? I'm leaving. Uh, yeah, I had no other dislike. No, that was it for me. All right, all done. That is Dante's Peak. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Make sure you rate and review us, and keep an eye on our Facebook page for details of what we're going to cover next. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.